From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Before we begin today's regularly scheduled program, I wanted to say thank you to all who have reached out through the years. I've read your messages and I am rejuvenated by every one of them. My wife can attest to this whenever I'm feeling low and not sure if I'm going to continue with the show. Someone messages me and telling me they love the show and that it helps them. Well, shit, now I've got inspiration and the episodes keep coming. As long as someone benefits from this, I'll keep doing them. That being said, saving people from impending doom. Look out, there's lava headed your way. Perfectly logical thing to tell someone. Lava can be seen and felt. It's hot, it's real, and you know what happens when you touch hot things. Look out, my invisible friend wants to throw you into a lake of fire for eternity if you do not love him. Not really a convincing argument. Imaginary friends are just that, and hell is a fictional location made up long ago. I know how invisible friends work, and I know fictional places are fictional. It's going to take a lot more than a book says, and my invisible friend wants to talk to you to convince me of your truth. Christians have an all-powerful being who wants to have a relationship with me, but can't show up or talk to me. How is anyone convinced of this? What if I told you that Captain Jean-Luc Picard was mad at you for not loving him? You'd probably laugh in my face. It's hard to take someone's threats seriously when their threats consist of fictional characters and places. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guests are the hosts of Black and White Christianity, Walter Mitchell and Tyreek Osborne. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks, thanks for coming for on. Us. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about what you guys do, uh, your podcast. We host a Christian podcast called Black and White Christianity, where we discuss harder topics on our podcast. We encourage uh, Christians to um, abstain from worldly things, that the Bible is black and white, um, that we shouldn't try to be dabbling in the world and dabbling in Christianity, and we try to avoid lukewarmness, and we just discuss uh, the Bible and, and um, living in the world as Christians. Awesome, awesome. Sounds, sounds fun. Um discussing hard topics what would you say your hardest topic is you've discussed so far oh there's uh, yes uh there's there's quite a few uh, that we've discussed um mm. let's one of them is homosexuality that's mm. a that's one um sexual purity mm. that's another one um what it means to be holy be separate trying to live a christian mm. life in the culture around you Mm. Uh, those would probably be the most um, difficult topics on top of a myriad of others, but just off the top, those would be yeah, no, that's good. some that's of good. the three. Yeah. Love it. Uh, we definitely, there's a lot to talk about there. Holy cow. Sure. For sure. Uh, so why did you guys start the podcast? What made you decide to just jump into the podcast field? Tarek, you want to go ahead and, and take some shots too, or you want me to keep going? <laughs> nah, man. Um, He's not I, the silent partner. Here we go. The reason, <laughs> the reason I was going to keep quiet on this one is because this was, uh, this was actually his idea, and he mm. came to me about it, and he asked me if I would like to be a part of it, and I said absolutely. Mm. So, um, I, I've I've dealt with this, um, my my entire life outside of outside of where I've grown up is just like you know being being in the church setting my entire life and mm. always feeling like something wasn't necessarily it, it didn't feel like it was being done correctly something may or may have not been off and then as time goes on a lot of things are slipped into christianity that is not in the bible and um and practices that are done that are not 
anywhere that to be found in scripture. So um, hmm. when he said that he wanted to like, you know, let's, let's go after these things. Let's, let's nail down these uh, topics where people are saying, you know, oh, that, this isn't, isn't the Bible said that. I'm sure that's in the Bible somewhere or, you know, misuse hmm. of scripture, scripture being used out of context. We were just like, you know, it's important for those kind of things to be put up a light to be put on those things so when he brought that um when he brought the topic to me i was like yeah let's do this uh it sounds good yeah well i listened to one episode tonight uh you guys sound like you have a lot of fun with it uh i mean if, if anything as long as you're having fun right i mean <laughs> as long as you enjoy the process mm. um so how long have you guys been doing the podcasting now oh i would say boy what a year and some change if not more mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say at least, at least almost, yeah, at least almost two years, probably, if wow. I had to just give a rough estimate. Nice job. Nice. Have you ever struggled with any topics or anything? Or, uh, didn't struggle with any topics. The um, interviews, getting hmm. people on, you know, that whole process when you start a podcast, trying hmm. to figure out how to do it and, and where to get guests and all yeah. of these things are just a big new experience. And so uh, we just worked our way and tried to figure out, and we came onto the. Uh, matchmaker one uh, where yeah. they kind of feed you and, and vice versa and so that was rather helpful yes yeah thank you matchmaker fm not sponsored here yeah. but uh very helpful <laughs> right. service that's right. for sure <laughs> yes awesome awesome all right well let's start with what what caused you caused you or why did you choose to become a christian or call yourself a christian uh tyree go ahead start with you um you know i grew up in church in that christian setting so i grew up mm -hmm. under a quote-unquote christian so uh it just seemed natural to you know mm -hmm. that that's a lot of that's a lot of how a lot of people come into um their faith is through where they grew up and you know stuff like that mm -hmm. so um for a while i would i would not have considered myself to be now with the knowledge i have now i would not consider myself to be an actual christian i was more of a fan than a follower of christ and it was very very clear and transparent to me once uh you know the lord got a hold of me and i had my own personal experience and mm -hmm. uh understanding myself to be reading reading scripture and getting an understanding and then my relationship with uh my co-host here that uh that that fan of flame and we've actually been like um growing and getting better and growing more toward the Lord and understanding the scripture together. So that's how mine started. Gotcha. Thank you for that. So yes, reading sir. the Bible to get an understanding. Mm -hmm. That's something you guys do. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Go, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Walter, go ahead. Uh, same, same, but different. I uh, grew up in the church, mm -hmm. um, had an understanding young didn't really fully understand it didn't understand baptism didn't understand what it meant to really submit my life to jesus christ just grew up in a family of of believers surrounded by believers it was the way of life it was it was all i knew and then as you get older and become a man and experience uh the world for what it really is and, and what it really doesn't offer and what it really can offer and and you get to see all this stuff um, you realize the level of your own depravity. I realized the level of my own depravity and my need to be saved. And, uh, hmm. and so like Tyreek said, you know, looking back, uh, there was a level of uh, self-deceivedness um, that one would have uh, believing that they kind of understood things to a point, but you didn't, we didn't really understand what it meant to submit our lives to Jesus Christ, pick up our cross and follow him. We didn't truly grasp that fully. And I would say that in my thirties, uh, that's when it really, uh, became real for me and it really became a consuming fire explain that a little more like it, it became real for you to pick up your cross or how to pick up your cross or go ahead right uh, to submit your life right so instead of me continually chasing what i wanted all the time and can and just having jesus as a secondary thing or maybe just being a sunday christian you know there's a lot of people who just go to church and that's it and and the other days of the week they look nothing they look just like the world and so they're just a Sunday Christian. They just go to church and they sing songs and they listen to a sermon. And then when they leave, they act just like the world. And I, as Tyreek was saying, you know, I, I look at that and I don't see the biblical grounds for that. We should be different all the time, not just on Sunday. And so maybe that's where I was starting to get with myself, understanding that it's a daily thing, not a once a week thing. 
And how does how does that work for you? A daily thing? What what does that entail? Um. So a daily thing is reading the word, reading the Bible, prayer, reading the Bible, prayer, um, resisting my urges uh, in the flesh to let's just say curse or or <laughs> cheat on my wife or oh, do things that geez. are tempting, you know, to the flesh. You know, we all have these temptations. We all have these these urges that we want and we won't we don't want to wow. give into them. The Bible's clear about those things that we shouldn't do that. And so addressing yourself day by day. It's not a once a week, it's a minute by minute to submit yourself to Christ, to take all thoughts into captivity. Thank you for that. So as far as being a good person, I'm, I'm guessing is what we're going at um, here. And and to you, being a good person would be the reading the Bible, not cheating on your wife. Not necessarily praying. a good person. Gotcha. Um, so I want to get away from the phrase good person because there are none hmm. good, but we more or less want to emulate Christ. So There's this no good people. And yeah, no, there is none good. No, not one, uh, as it says in Romans. Oh. So there isn't any good person. Uh, all have sinned nobody. and fallen short. So nobody. nobody. Steve nobody. Irwin? Nobody. Mr. Uh, nobody, Rogers? Nobody is good. Yeah. Oh, no. I would call those people good, though. I mean, how are they bad? What, what, what's bad about those people? Those two specifically. Those two specifically. I'm going to make it easy. <laughs> I don't, I, no, it's not about easy. It's not, you know... You, you can't you can't look at people and say like you know this person is bad because of this or this person is bad because of that you want to you're, you're trying to like look on their life and you see that there's a lot of positivity behind individuals and stuff like that and they and they have a uh, an appearance in public and stuff but they've done good the, the yeah, works that sure. they have done are good sure, sure. right yeah sure so we you you want to look at it that you want to look at that and call people a good person, but by yes, their works like, by their actions, by biblical standards, nobody's good. We're all under original sin, and that goes back to Adam and Eve in the garden, and uh, and their and their disobedience of the Almighty. So we all are under that sin according to Scripture. So nobody is good because there's no getting away from that. We have to be saved from that by a, another person, and the person we that we believe, be. yes, have to be saved by from that. And the person that we believe saved us from that is Jesus Christ. Jesus saved you from. And what did He save mm -hmm. you exactly from? From the being wrath of a God. slave to sin. See, so He saved you from to sin. His dad, or himself. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. How you look at okay? It. Go yeah. Sorry. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, saying, he's, saying he's saving you from him, his own rage, jealousy, anger. Um, that's that's what he's saving you from himself, essentially. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The wrath okay. of God. Mm -hmm. The wrath right. of God because of what Adam yes. did. Correct. Gotcha. Original sin. So we have to be saved because of what Adam did. Right. And Christ says very clearly, right? He says, there, no one comes to the Father except through me. And so the only way to the Father and to the right. heavenly kingdom is through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we are, and I've listened to some of your other shows, so you know this, uh, you're born into sin. And so there right. is, well, no, it's, it's, it kind of goes with the Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. God right. is unwilling right. to forgive us because of what Adam did without bloodshed. Sure. Right. And, so and do you guys whole... see that as a good thing? Well, it, it actually doesn't really matter how we see it. Uh, well, God it, is sovereign. You can have an opinion. I, I, I'm, I'm going to let you know sure. right now. We you all are allowed to opinion. have an opinion on this show. I <laughs> have an opinion. We, I have a strong opinion. And what is your opinion on that? My, my, my opinion on that is, like, if we're, if we're under this thing, if we're mm -hmm. under this sin that we can't get out of, and the only way that we can get out of it is through the blood of Jesus Christ, which is the shedding of blood that you said, and like you said, God the Father, God the Son, same people. Mm -hmm. God sent his son to die for our sins. That his son, who knew no wrong, didn't, didn't do anything negative or wrong or, or sinful in any way. He never broke any law that the Lord yeah. put out. It's, 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 so, so the I stories mean, tell like, us. But I mean, yeah. I mean, he get angry. He did a lot of other things. We can, we can nitpick about that. Uh, sure. but, but, but why would he do that? Why would God choose to copy himself? And send him copy down to Earth and kill it, so that he will not be mad at us anymore. How, how of, rationalize this for me? How does this work? Right. Um, so, God, before this, there was no way out. Right. 
So if we're all under original sin, we're mm -hmm. all sinful. Okay. We're all deserving of God's wrath, whether we believe it or not. And I think kind of what, to your point, like we're allowed to have an opinion. I agree with you. Yeah. We are allowed to have an opinion, but the, if you submit under the authority of God and how he lays forth everything, then my opinion doesn't really matter how this all plays out. And so I submit mm. to him in his authority. And that's, I think, one of the things that's important to kind of address is if we believe that God created all things and in him, all things have their being and have their breath, then whether I agree with him or not, doesn't really matter because I'm created. He's creator. And so therefore I said, do I think God is good? Absolutely. God is good. See, All that's my problem God right is there is we okay, can okay. take the actions of God, right? We can take his actions. We can take the things that he commands and demands, such as bloodshed or the death of his son to save us from him. And, mm -hmm. and we can judge those things on good or bad by our basic human logic. Right. You can, but, you have, you have right. the ability to, sure. Right. But I'm, I'm, my thing is I'm trying to understand how you see it as a good thing that he had to kill himself to appease his anger at us. So we don't suffer his jealous wrath. How is that a good thing? I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. Where is this oh, we're, a good thing? We're his, oh. God could have done anything he wanted. He could have snapped his fingers the Thanos way. He could have just farted and everybody would have been forgiven. He could have just said, Hey, you're forgiven. You know, he's, he's done it before in the Bible, lots of different spots. So, I mean, why, why all the theatrics, why the bloodshed, why is that necessary? Because he's, that was his purpose. That was the reason it, he did it that way is because he commanded his people to do it that way. So the old Testament, right? The temple, but why, the bloodshed. Though? But why, I mean, why we don't see that as a so good thing. Got, that's when, how it when, is. We're God, human beings and we see death and bloodshed as a bad thing, right? The death of the innocent is a bad thing. We can all agree on that. I guess right? your standard for innocence would, would, would have to be described first because you're saying the death of innocence, if all people are sinning and all people children, are sinful, then the death of there, children, we can, we, can, we can say that's a bad thing, right? Drowning a child is not a good thing. We can, we can agree. If I, drown, if I drowned a child, right? Yeah. If I yeah. drowned a child, that's a bad thing because that's murder. That's a bad thing. Right? Yes. But I don't own that child, right? That's you, not my Nobody child. owns a child. It's a slavery. God does. Don't do that anymore. God, God owns them. Those are all gods. Oh, God owns so you. He, he can owns drown me. Them he owns you my child. He owns you. Ezekiel says it very clearly for everyone belongs to me, the parents as well as the child. Yeah. They all belong to He's me. He's done this. He's Daniel 4.35, we're all regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Why would he consider us at all? Why would he consider us a man? Well, he made us. He, he Sure. Right? We're his children. Absolutely. And as then we couldn't as, obey him. As far as my children go. Um, I wouldn't drown them if they disobeyed me. But you wouldn't. You shouldn't drown your children. You shouldn't drown right. their children. Why, why shouldn't we not. drown children? Because the Bible says, "Y'all shall not murder." That's the only reason. Uh, what? No, I don't you understand. Should not, the, the... You should not drown children because Walter. it is not correct to do. As a human being, Thank it you. is not. In That's our a better world, answer, Walter. We'll, we'll try again later. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah no because we, we human beings man not because the bible says don't drown children but the bible doesn't actually say that it says to stone disobedient children though it does say that um and then god makes it very clear that it's okay to drown disobedient children if they're your kids i'm not real sure but it's okay if he does it but it's not so okay it, if we do it. is it like the authority aspect that like you have an issue with like God's authority in everything because me and being sovereign and having authority and owning everything that way it's the actions. He owns it. It's the action. I, I understand that, but I don't it, care who you are. I don't care if you're the King of England. The, if you do something that I see as a bad thing, such as drowning children, I'm not going to see you as the good guy in the story or, or you require bloodshed for forgiveness. That's not really something the good guy does. Can you name you a movie the standard where the good of guy requires bloodshed for the, anybody to, Forgiveness? Do you guys remember that's the movie? That's, how, hero that's does how you live your life? If you does a hero do that? That's how you live your life? What? Like you, you're watching a movie and the movie is your standard of good? Is that is that how, how you go off of things? No, actually, I, I do less harm. Um, that would be my standard of good. If someone who what does do you less mean by harm. less harm? Um, let's say I have a choice um, to do something that will help somebody or something that will harm somebody. I choose the something that will help somebody. I'm doing less harm in that situation. 
So whatever there is less harm, such as the the flood, let's go with the flood. God has the power to change hearts and minds. He has that power. We've seen it throughout the, the Bible. But he chose to drown children instead of changing their hearts and minds. Why? So this is a deeper topic than flood for sure. Uh, yeah. Genesis 6 talks about well, the angels not keeping their place, coming down and intermingling with women. And then God couldn't control his house. <laughs> he couldn't keep God the angels. Free will. We're, we're, not, we're not robotic. Up. So we're not robotic. Right. And he gives our, angels, his though. children free will. We're in his image. Yeah, so angels. if we were, if we didn't have free will, have free this will? conversation really wouldn't even have a point because we would, yeah. I, you wouldn't have the choice to say no to God. And I wouldn't have the choice to say yes. We would just all have to. But we were or he could will. just create it the other way where he doesn't drown children. I mean, it's not either robots or, or drowning children. There's lots of I areas understand the drowning children. He killed children in the Passover, too. He came down mm-hmm. and killed them in their sleep. Yes. Man. Didn't notice, uh, if you'll notice in the story, he says, if you do this, it won't happen. Put the blood Did over he tell all the kids that? And the parents... He told the so, parents, but he didn't tell the kids. Course, the, the, the parents are supposed to be doing their part here, so the children aren't going to be doing any of those things. Hey, kids, make sure you do this. It's the parents that are to save my children. life. If God came down and said, "Dude, if your parents don't put blood on the door, I'm going to come in and kill you in your sleep," you better believe I'm going to put blood on that door. And if these parents really heard God saying, "Put blood on the door," I'm going to kill your kids, and they didn't. I mean, there's a problem right there. I don't know. And then God needs blood on the door. Why does God need blood on the door? Can't he tell where his own people are at? Does he need, why does he need blood? Why, why so much? Obedience. Blood? Yeah. Obedience. You, have to under, you, you have to understand the obedience aspect of it. Right. You I know, understand right. it. With, it sounds very abusive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not coming at your intelligence in any way, shape, or form, but I'm no. saying the obedience no, no, not you. aspect of no, no, yeah, his well, obedience, the obedience thing, aspect yeah. of, of Christianity, like that. That a lot of the time when you are when you are given a directive or you do these kind of things, the Bible tells you, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. That's what or it else. is. Like I his or or else, sure. Yeah. Why not? So, <laughs> I mean there's an or else in there. Or else, why not? So you if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You gotta understand it you you have to if you can, if you can, you have to put yourself in that kind of a in that kind of a mindset. You say mindset? you have children, right? You have you have children, right? God's mindset? No, no, no. I know you can't. Just the the mindset of of the understanding of what we're required to do. So you look at you look at us as creation. Not all of us are God's children. The ones who the ones who yield to Christ are God's children, and the other ones uh-huh. that's clear in Scripture. So look at the mindset of the children, like your children. When they don't, when they disobey you, what do you mm-hmm. do? What do you do oh. when they disobey? You? I sacrifice the dog. So that's what you do. No, I, I punish. I put them in the corner. Or I ground them. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways to do things. I'm not going to drown them Correct. or kill them in their sleep. All right. But you're also you're also not there. Even though you're their father, they don't belong to you. You that way. Do you believe that? You don't No, You're an 100 percent. Those kids that, right? are my kids. They are not an invisible man's kids. Those are my kids. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll well, you actually kid. don't believe there's any anything else out there at all. It's I just, don't know. You live, you die. There. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm, the reason I ask is because sometimes listening to you from time to time, a little bit agnostic in there. So yeah, a little definitely. bit agnostic. Yeah. Agnostic little, little atheist, atheist. That's me. So, yeah. so, so that's yeah. there may be something. Not quite yeah. sure, but you're not fully in the camp of yeah. absolutely nothing. Yes. Okay. All right. There you go. I just, so I I did have a question. Do you, yeah. How do you feel about capital punishment? Good, bad. Where where do you add on that? Oh, that is a good one. Um, taking a life. I have a problem with taking a life, but at the same time, I mean, you throw Hitler. Somebody up there, comes like, in, well, you they know. kill your wife. The police come and grab them. You live in a state that does capital punishment. They say this mm. person killed your wife. They deserve yeah. death. Where do you, where do you feel about that? Well, if the justice justice system condemns them and then they get convicted, then I guess yes. Um, so if, if the judge says, family, you know what, then um, I probably have a little guilty. stronger feelings about it then. <laughs> but that's sure. just a, it's a personal thing, of course. Yeah, right. Of course. But the the authority that's placed over the nation dictates that if this person kills a person via the state, then they should die. Justice. And, so you, you believe justice, in justice. Right? Absolutely. And so you if believe God in dictates, justice. yes, absolutely. Okay. But the people that are providing the justice are placed there by God. And therefore, are servants of God. 
via Romans and 1 Peter. So I'm just saying, if you're okay with the authority that's over you here in this country, we both live in America, and they say, you know what, this person shed blood, now their blood is required of them, we're going to put them however they do it anymore, uh, and we're going to do this. That's okay. But if God says it is a more capital punishment and says we're going to stone this person because they kept idols and I disobedient I children. Do Let's that. go with that. Disobedient. So we're we're going back to the kids again. Well, that's pretty that egregious. That's that's. Uh, mm. I can't think of anything more egregious than a loving God slaughtering children. So they I mean, belong, that's pretty see? bad. That's pretty bad. It's it's, it's rough. It's rough. All right. No. So and it's not just on, one place. Ahead, he does this it's in five, so many places. This is Proverbs 28 and 5, right? It says, mm. evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. The How? reason why yeah. people, those who seek the Lord, understand it completely is because they believe that God is sovereign. They believe that what he says is right. What he does is correct. All I understand everybody that. says yeah. holy, holy. You don't understand that? Or are you doing? Well, it? no, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that that, that okay. people think he's sovereign, and no matter what he does, it's great. Even drowning right. children. But sure. that's the problem. That's my disconnect. Is as soon as somebody starts slaughtering kids in more than one place, I have a problem with that person. And you can't tell so, me that that person's good once he starts slaughtering kids or demanding let me ask you a question. Go ahead, Tyree. Go ahead. You go said ahead, you said you said earlier where huh? where in the movie does the hero kill children? Right. No, no. Where in the movie does the hero require bloodshed for forgiveness? Where does that happen? Oh, like, well, I mean, like, what? Well, that's a weird question. I'm not trying that's to That's a weird thing to demand, isn't it? No, no, bloodshed no. It's just a weird question. Like, what, what movie have you right. ever seen like that? You're right. Like, there, Only oh, the oh, bad guy requires bloodshed. When you watch a movie, the bad guy requires the blood, not the good guy. Why do you think that is? So I think what? What, one, of the, one of the things is the standard, right? We're, yeah. we're trying to imprint our our, standard. Our, yeah. our model our morals on yes. god and say you know what god i don't like how you do this yes i think i don't bad. like the slaughtering of children i don't like you know in different areas of scripture when david takes a census or when they don't put the uh, the blood yeah. on the doorpost these yeah. children die and so i don't find that just yeah. and god says they're mine they're he didn't mine. say they're mine he says all. Oh, absolutely. He says it's all right. through scripture. It's all through oh, scripture. Oh, the Bible. Said, gotcha. Gotcha. And he like, yeah. didn't say anything to me. Hear it. <laughs> Job forty-one says, "Whatever is under heaven is mine." So if well, I make something, not, if though. I create something, if I create but anything, then I have the right to do with it whatever I want. If I no. make this chair and I say, "Look, I'm making it just to burn it," that's my choice. I can I do whatever I want. I've created it. I'm the creator of said chair. But these are living beings. When we start to create living, breathing, when we start to create living beings, that's different from a chair. You can do whatever you want with a chair, but when you start to have children or create life in a lab somewhere, that's different. Now you can't. Now you can't. You can't just destroy it. It has more meaning now. I know. I, I know there's a big hang up on children and, you know, the, the, we can get out of that being, whether here, the children right. should die or not. How, how do you how do you feel about abortion then? Since the children are are so sacred and so I was awesome, hoping you bring that up. About a woman that no, that's a, a tough child. that's a tough call. Well, here we for are. Sure. Um, yep. uh, when does life begin? Uh, there's cells. There's when does there uh, consciousness? Um, hundred percent. I don't know. You, know, you have I, this I don't child know that's I would really far in term. If there's a heart, yeah, they have those they, fingers and toes. They have that we're pulling we don't, baby some parts places, out. They we don't kill full-grown babies. Places where you can abort no. a child, I, like up into birth, up into I, no, birth. Like no. New York, no, do that. No. Or, that's not good. No, okay, no, no. Hundred percent. Look that up. I don't think any of that is true. Number two, it's a very tough thing. Hundred percent. And if I was a woman and I had that choice, I don't know what choice I would make. But you know what? That would be my choice at that time because it is my body. Yes, bodily autonomy. Yes. So it would be my body in my choice. And I'm not going to tell a woman what she can do with her body. Not even remotely. If she wants to abort a pregnancy, Mm -hmm. that is fine. If that's what she wants to do. And if we can't tell a woman what she can do with what's hers in her body, then we Uh can't tell God what he... Right. Then we can't tell God what he can do with also what's his. They're not in his body, number one. Number one, that's not his body. His spirit right? is within him. 
So he and number yeah. two, we're in his abortion image. is bad. Why does God do it? Why does God, God do what? Abort? Abortion. Yes. Well, explain. Abort. Tell me. Well, no, hold on. Let him explain. Tell me how. Well, right how off the bat, I'm just going to go with the obvious one, the flood. We were just talking about it. Do you think there were pregnant okay. women? Yeah, every well, pregnant. I think woman there was pregnant. Was of course, probably every puppy, kitten, baby, nursing infant was drowned how, with raffle rainwater. So God tells Noah, he's the only <sighs> righteous man, build an ark, yeah. right? All of this, all men, even their thoughts are wicked. I'm sorry I ever made them, but I don't want to destroy them completely. And so we'll start over with Noah. If he wants Didn't to see do that, that why can't why can't he though? If it's his, who are we see to coming? tell God <laughs> that we can't? Free will. He can have foreknowledge for sure. Oh, yeah. So, so he, why, he shouldn't have created can't... the bad people. He should have just created the good people. <laughs> Again, is that what you're back saying? To the free will thing, where if there are no bad people, then there are no free yeah. will. It, what? We're just, we're no longer what? autonomous. We're just, I have to be, I have to have free will to be bad. I don't understand here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So if there's, if, if he, there's no ahead. bad people, if God just left the people on earth that love him, mm. that's not free will. If he, he only created people that would worship him, he knew because he's mm -hmm. God, he knows everything. If he knew these, these 11,000 people that would worship him, why did he create 11,000 more people he knew weren't going to worship him and he would have to wipe out with water? Why would he create them? Just so he can wipe them out? Did he not know? So the, of course he knew. So he yeah, knew he was, while he was, he was creating these humans, he was going to have to drown their babies. He knew that when he created man and once man fell, that there would be things that they would have to choose. They would either choose to obey him and keep his commands, which Adam and Eve did not. The only command that were given, and you talked about the slaughtering of blood and why blood needs to cover. Mm -hmm. When God gave them skins, that was the initial start of the sacrificial system because they're covered by those things so they can leave. And all, all of that, that's yeah, more of a yeah, history yeah. thing. I don't know we have time for all that. But you're good, uh, again, you're good. <laughs> God God is his ownership. And I think if that's kind of where we stay is God owns it, but I don't agree with what he does with it. Yeah. Oh, let me uh, it, let me let me, let me read you something from scripture. And so um, first, okay. Corinthians, yeah. hold on for one second. Mm -hmm. It's first Corinthians 2 and 14 it says the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God for they are folly to him. And it and is not able to understand them because they are not spiritually discerned. So like there there's a Thanks, there's God. an element here. Yeah, there's an element here that like if if that's the platform where you want to stand on, like I there may be something out there that isn't. Me and Walter, we believe in God. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe I got in the that. Holy Spirit. We believe all of that. Yeah, <laughs> I got that. <laughs> so like that the the spirit that we believe the spirit is indwelled in us because because of that you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. we and when we read scripture we get we understand that scripture is what it is and we understand what is being said what the understanding of what scripture has for us because of the spirit so when you're thinking about it naturally oh innocent babies oh innocent children oh innocent this and that and that and like you're always laying on that part, you don't understand that we're none of us are innocent. Not even, not even these like small children. Like we're not, we're none of us. It's terrible. Like innocent That's terrible. Of that blood, they you are innocent babies. That. You can say They're that. Innocent babies. You know, you, I, I'm okay For somebody that has children, I have children, and I, I tell you one thing that I, I know about them is you don't have to teach them to be bad. You don't have to teach uh, them. If, any, if anything, you do. You they they will be do wrong all on their own. Uh, uh, and so you actually have to train them up to be good, to say thank you and please. They don't come out doing that. Uh, children so don't come when out. When Adam initially. and Eve were created, thank you for that. When Adam and Eve were created, were they bad? Were they were they bad? No. Did God have no. to teach them how to be bad, or they just automatically knew how to be bad? They didn't have to teach them. All they, they had were to deceived. do was all they had to do was be deceived and disobey, yep. and that came naturally. Eve was deceived. Yep. And Eve was Adam deceived. That's how that. Yep. Who allowed Eve to be deceived? I think we're back to the free will thing again. Nope. 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 So she went. Who let the snake in the garden? Snake was in the garden. Snake, snake was, was already there, there already. So God yes, created God, the snake God's... knowing what the snake would do. Mm -hmm. God sure. created all things knowing How was what that all free things will? would do. What do you mean? If God created an adversary to go in and convince his children to do the wrong thing, 
how is that free will? He has entered something has entered an outside influence has come into the mm. garden to so, cause chaos. And God right. created it so, with that specific purpose. No, no, he didn't know. First of all, I agreed with you right up to that last part where he created it. So with he that didn't know. Purpose. So God has a heavenly family and he has an earthly family. All have did free God will. Did God know right? though, Walter? Did God know that Satan was going to do such a thing? Yes. Did God know Satan was going to deceive? If if Eve? God is sovereign, then God knows all things. Yes. So he yes. knew when he created him that he was going to do all of these horribly bad things, such as the first one, which is convince yes. the woman to, say to that eat. God the... doesn't know that means he can't be God. Right. God so God also things. knew that putting the trees in the middle of the garden would cause them to eat it. So he chose not to put it on the moon or locked in a cavern somewhere or just not create it in the first place. He decided to create a deadly tree he knew would cause the fall of man, put it in the middle of the garden with a bunch of kids, and then let a bad guy in there to convince them to eat it and then got mad when it happened. Like he didn't know. Like well, he I didn't just set up this whole thing. So I, I see how you're looking at it in, in such a way where it, God knows everything. Why would he do this things? Right. And it always comes yes. down to obedience. And so I want to kind of go back to something. Hold on. I want to go back yeah, to something. When Joshua, <laughs> when, Joshua, when Joshua and Caleb go into the promised land and they're told to wipe these other nations out and they don't, they leave some in there. God says, I'm going to leave them there to test you. And so if you are obedient, what does God say to Adam and Eve when he puts them in there? Hey, you can eat from any of these other trees. Just don't do these. Just don't do these here. They're there. No matter why I put them there, it doesn't matter. I'm God. I'll do what I want. I just want you to know, <laughs> don't touch them. And so they had a command. They yeah. were deceived in doing so. And they knew that if they could get them to fall into this, the endemic part of life would be no more because sin has entered it. And so we, we're here now discussing is, with you. Is God sin. to blame for any of that at all? Is is he to blame for setting up this plan, to setting this thing no, in motion? Because it wasn't, it was perfect. It wasn't. It, there's a, it there's was a tree perfect. that causes the fall of man and there's a bad guy in there. That's not perfect. The adversary for sure has rebelled. So that's the first rebellion. So one of his angelic beings rebels and he knew. does this. Yes, right. And well, so he does. He created him knowing these things were going to happen. He creates. God wants a family. He does not want robots. I have extended family. They don't get along. Is there free will in heaven? Family. Yeah. Is there free will in heaven? So we yes. can sin in heaven. That I don't know. Oh, I don't think so. But well, then I'm that's not, not free. I'm gonna be a robot. In heaven. Are we talking about afterlife? Or are we talking about? Yeah, before? you have to. We have to talk. We have to talk about that rebellion then, because you have to. You have to like. Look I can't at rebel life. in heaven. Lucifer rebelled in, in heaven. heaven. Yeah. And then he convinced a third of the angels to yeah. rebel also. So that answers your question. There's that you definitely can do that. But as you can so see, how is it a perfect place if there's sin? You will there. be dealt with severely. It is perfect because heaven is good. The, but there's the sin. things that's going on up there are down here. But once they're that sin happened, there. it was removed. It was so removed. there's no more sin in heaven. You do this thing, you're removed. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. That okay, so you Once can sin happened, in heaven, but the second you sin in heaven, God throws you out. Absolutely right. That's what it seems like. Yes. It's model. not a perfect Jesus, place. I'm able to just slaughter, kill. It remains age. perfect because what is unperfect is then purged from perfection. Christ even says, "I saw right, Satan fall from point, heaven." But at that point, it's not perfect, right? The place it's doesn't instantly become tainted. <laughs> the individual is now tainted and removed. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. So Satan, would you personally create a bad guy and then release him upon your children? Is that something well, you would do? I think that's a simplification of maybe his job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the word Satan actually means adversary. And so he chooses yeah, well. to be that um, and chooses to take that role. Uh, God actually has a back and forth with him in Job and oh, asks him because yeah. he's well, been... Satan tricks him. Yeah. He's been... Well, not really, because Job doesn't fall. Satan tries to. Satan tries no, to do that, but Job He remains. tricks Yahweh. He tricks Yahweh into causing Job all of this. That's what he says in uh, Job 3, 4. I think, I don't, I don't, tricks, I think God, like you yeah. said, knows all you things. You incited so me Job. to cause violence without any reason. That's what and then what does God say to Job? Who comes into my court without knowledge or reason? And <laughs> he just talks me. about how boastful he is. Oh, I didn't do anything he, wrong here. He, he <laughs> actually so says, great. Job, where were you? When I did all these, when things. I did all this, yeah, yeah he's boasting, so, he's bragging, yeah. but he's sure. very you know proud of Job. I do have a Job question two three. Oh. That's what, real quick, sorry, it was Job two three. 
I love your questions, but give me two seconds. Job two, mm-hmm. three, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against against him to ruin him without any reason. That's Yahweh. He killed his kids. He killed his sheep. He killed his servants for no reason, without mm-hmm. any reason. Satan tricked Yahweh. God Anyways, allowed him. To... Go ahead, Tyreek. I know you had a question. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like, you, you, you know a lot about scripture. Like I, I've watched a lot of your stuff and stuff like that. Now you know a little bit more than a little bit. Like you're like, don't don't be bashful. Like, let me ask you this question. What 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 happened in your life? Like, how did mm. you get to the place where you are? Where it's like, you know, the Bible says what? How, like, how, how did you get here? Like, I, mm. I would love to know that about you. Good. Well, thank you for asking. Um, yeah. I grew up in the church. I uh, went every Wednesday, twice on Sunday. I was gonna be a youth pastor. Um Man, I did it all. I was I I think I played Jesus once. I don't know if I just dreamed that, but I, I'm pretty sure I played Jesus once. I played Lazarus, that was for sure. Very easy acting. You know, just lay there. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I mean I, I went through the motions and as a kid, I believed really strong. I was scared of hell for sure. That was one of the things that kept me hanging on. And the the older I got, the less I noticed that Christianity was, you know, for me, I mean, there was no reality with it. I didn't talk to God. I talked to God. We never talked back. I never had a relationship with him as far as a real relationship. I said it was, Oh yeah. Me and Jesus. Yeah. It was just me. It was just me talking. I mean, it was my thoughts. I mean, it's me. So all of that. um, And then I read the Bible. I picked it up one day and I, I mean, I knew my verses. I knew my stories. I thought I did anyways. I started off with the Exodus. Holy cow. When you actually read that story, there's a lot there. There's a lot there for sure. And I kept going. I kept picking it apart. And this is my Bible here. As you can see all the wonderful markings I've got on there. I've Mm -hmm. read this thing. I've highlighted this thing. It's got a parental advisory on it because it's not fit for children. There's really bad things in there. Things I can't even talk about right now because my kids are over there. So, I mean. But did you you go to seminary since you were going to be a a youth pastor? Did you do any of that? No, no. Didn't go that far, no. So what, at what point would you say that that all kind of clicked for you to say, I don't want to do this anymore? What was that moment? I don't think it was a moment. I think it was just a long, drawn-out series of time where I just spent not being afraid of hell or not even really thinking about it anymore. Um, and then it just kind of went away after that. And, um, you know, I still I still have my different ways of thinking still i still think the christian way every once in a while i'll say something about oh he prays no and that's not praise it's a uh, uh, he's a christian so he'll he'll do something good and it's like oh well i can't just automatically associate christianity with good because you know there's a lot of people out there that associate christianity and they're not so great hitler being one of them um i lost my train of thought but anyways it all boils down to <laughs> i picked up the bible i read it and it just didn't make any sense and i've been talking to pastors for six years now and still it is not adding up. And I don't understand why anybody would want to worship a documented child killer. It just doesn't add up for me. That's where I'm at. Short story. Thank you. No, I thank appreciate you. That. I, I, I was kind of, as we were listening and, and, you know, trying to see what you were about before we came mm-hmm. on the show, I, I noticed, at least from what I watched, you've done a lot of videos that nobody really had asked that from what I'd seen. But yeah. there could have been it's others. Rare. It's rare. That, that, yes. Right. Um, but like Tyreek said, you know, you do know quite a bit and it would have bothered me more if you had learned all that in spite. Mm. Uh, and so I knew there must have been some type of backstory or some type. Of, and I would want I was wondering if it since you do focus a lot on the children, if there was a loss of child or the mm. church actually hurt you or somebody in the church didn't really represent Christ well. And you thought, well, this is Christianity, so I don't want mm. any part of it. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah I've um, seen that. Uh, the, the, we're not all perfect for sure, um, but we definitely all try to move towards Christ day in and day out. Now, the mm-hmm. example that Jesus leaves us, you know, he brings the children near to him and says, let the little children come unto me. Well, uh, and Jesus is the like same guy as God, though. They're the same person. Mm-hmm. So Jesus says, come little children. Mm-hmm. God says, drown the little children or kill them in their sleep because they, their parents disobeyed or didn't put the blood on the door. So, I mean, it, it, there's there's nice verses about Jesus. Yes. Jesus says, turn the other cheek. But Yahweh sure. says, kill them show no mercy mm-hmm. so i mean it's 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 very different it's almost like they're two different people I thought some <laughs> of that is actually um via the nation and mm-hmm. then a lot of it's via the individual and i think some of that's different uh, the nation being god's people and wanting to be so different uh you know you talked about children and it brought to mind 
uh, what the other nations did with children, uh, Baal and Moloch and, and different things of child sacrifice, which was horrendous. And they killed God some of their said, children, right? Sure. They, yeah, they, well, so God they, came they, in and killed Whatever it was convenient, really. Um, but God even says to Jeremiah, this never entered my mind, nor did I ever tell you to do such a thing when they start to adopt these ways. Um, so does God punish people? Uh, you know, I, I know you brought up the David and Bathsheba thing quite a bit. I've yeah. heard you talk about that with that. That's and a tough one. Does God punish some people for other people's sins? Absolutely. Especially if it's mm-hmm. the king, especially if it's the leader of a nation. Why? Um, there's, why does, why does he punish the masses? Well, why does he, specifically, why does he choose to punish the kids over the adults? Why does he choose to do that? You know, I, yeah, I have to revert back to. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course. I'm sorry. I just want to. Like, no, I love it. This is good. Because you're 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 asking a question that I, I'm gonna be honest with you. We don't know. We don't know God's mind. Yes. We don't know why He does this stuff. But let there me ask is. you this: mm-hmm. How long? How long are children gonna last with no parents? Like, let's just say, God killed the parents and left the children. God can't how take care of children. children? Oh, I'm saying. I'm saying. God takes care of you. Those kids will last forever because God loves them and wants to take care of them. God wants to protect every one of his children. He loves them. So he will kill the the parents for doing bad things and then take care of the children. Is God not capable of taking care of a few children? God is perfectly capable. But if you go back to if you go back to the garden, no there, there there was no rain that came on the garden because there was not a man there to till the ground there was nobody there to keep up with the thing so the relationship between god and his creation is god talks to his creation and his creation does what he t- tells it to do and there's a system there god can surely do that but there's a system in place so like if he if they're telling him to break his system and if the system is broken, everything breaks. Nothing stays. Yeah, the nothing system stays is broken. Together. That's why there's a curse, and that's why there's judgment and hell. Everything's broken. It's a broken world You're because right. he created it this way. You're absolutely right. The system is broken. Yeah. Christ is the one that saves you from this broken system. Yeah. That, that he saves you from, from himself. Yeah. Correct. Yes, God, so on the cross, it says God's wrath was poured upon him, surely. And that's the system... Time. On his, on his own son. so as as he it's, it's, it's an interesting thought the wrath mm. of god was poured upon himself as he died on a cross mm. god's mm. dying on a cross and then he pours his own wrath upon himself i don't i think i don't know how that sometimes, works i think sometimes we look at christianity and we say i don't understand this uh, all, the then, all the time all the time of course right all, all the time we look at it and say you know this is hard to understand but i think the understanding part really always shouldn't deter your continuing belief in it because I don't, I don't always live. If, if, if it's just what makes sense to me, I would be a completely different person. I don't just always go what what makes sense to me. Seeing is not believing. And so um, I don't always agree with my government. I don't always, you know, I don't always agree with, things that are made choices and that are made upon my life by my work or, or whatever um, different mm-hmm. things, but I find value in the larger picture. Do I agree with the fact that, or do I like that children die? Of course not. I don't, I don't like children die, but I do submit to the one who chooses to do so. And yeah, because of the benefit, because I know I'm sinful and I require saving. So if that's the only way, to submit to his son. I choose that way. Huh. I choose that way. I look at the Old Testament. I see what you speak of. I understand. No matter what he's blood, done. I understand. Yeah. I've done, I've done things, right? I, You've I not drowned death. children. We all Walter. deserve death. I'm pretty sure you haven't drowned kids. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't the, know you. But the, I mean... the, the level of, you know, what's Jesus say? If you're mad at your brother, it's like murder. That's how it's viewed, yeah. right? So, so killing of kids, and he's on, when he's doing the uh, Sermon on the Mount, when he's, if you're angry at a brother or sister, it's like murder, right? All of those things. It's as though you've done this. Um, and so when you look at these kinds of things, you view how this is viewed in God's sight. Go ahead. You me? Oh, you, you look like you were getting ready to talk. So, oh, no, I was going to. Oh, we, we, we were listening. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So it, 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 if we, I think we have to understand the character of God and how he views sin and how the character because, of God. That's there right. and the, now. The Old Testament. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Now, I want to I, I want to understand how do you get the character of God to be a good person? That's where we're that's I think that's part of the missa here, because I'm I'm watching the, the, the bad stuff he's done. You know, he, he's, he's created a bad guy, released it upon his children. He, he the original curse, bloodshed for forgiveness, drowning kids, killing kids in the Passover, Bathsheba, kids, Hosea, all these different things. So how do you get the good? Where does that come from? Because I mean, I can't see bloodshed for forgiveness let's, let's as a good thing. Let's talk about I mean, let's talk about good then. What yeah. about Jonah? We we read the we read the book of Jonah. Jonah doesn't want to go. So remember, so he, he causes you know him the, to be eaten by a whale. Hold on. So Jonah Big doesn't want to go. Doesn't want again. Fish. We're back to obedience. <laughs> we're back. To, we're back to it obedience. Wasn't a right? it's, all, so, it's all we know. So he <laughs> he makes he forces Jonah to change his mind. And then he goes, and Jonah's very angry. Jonah actually wants to kill the kids. Jonah wants to kill the whole place. He wants the fire to come down. He actually makes himself just a like his God. Heat. And God says, "I'm not going to do that because there's a 250, or there's quite a bit. I can't remember the exact number, but of yeah. people that don't know their right hand from their left. And shouldn't I be merciful to them? And so, is not God merciful? And is not God gracious? And is In not this God particular wrathful? spot? And he he had mercy on a few people, but you got to look, like you said, the larger picture." Mm -hmm. genocidal yeah. the god you worship is genocidal the bigger picture what is the bigger picture to you what happens at the end of all of this what happens to those at who don't believe scripture would say that they go to hell so i mean you know that a if, place I mean, that you, was you, never if you went, if you, place not everybody believes that and one time, go ahead a place that was never designed for them the hell was made for the devil and his angels but god That's knew everything yeah, but it was so he knew Tyreek when he he built hell. You're telling me he mm -hmm. had no idea that anybody else was going to go there except for Satan. No, Scripture says he knows that people are not going to they're not going to listen and they're going to go there. So scripture, he created hell for them. He knows this. So yeah, no, he didn't create it for them. <laughs> they get to they get to partake. <laughs> That's how that, that works. He, they get to partake in that. No, oh, they man. get to that. This is well, free will. So the first this people thing. That's not free will. You're throwing me in hell. That's it not free will. will. Who's going to put it me in hell? Am I going to throw myself in there? I've chosen to toss myself into hell. No, at that, at, no. That time, at that time, somebody's got to push me. Exactly. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Once, Your free will portion what, is done in this so life. When you cross over to the other side, that's that's it. That's it. That's so it. he's a tyrant you as well as a, as a genocidal a maniac. Yeah, forcing me. That. Every knee shall bow, Tyreek. That's, mm -hmm. that's a tyrant. That's a god. Yeah, that's, that's a, a god. That's, a creator. that's, not, that's, that's not the that's kind of god I'd like to worship. Sovereign. That's for sure. Yeah. You know who's but a good god is Thor. I like Thor. Can I tell, can I tell you one thing? Can I tell you one thing? That's a good My god. Fault. When we start, honestly, everybody, I've watched a lot of, I've watched a lot, probably about a two or three. I know you got a lot more than that, but some of mm -hmm. it's rough to watch because, you know, yeah. these people come on and they don't necessarily yeah. have an understanding of scripture. So like I've watched a few and pretty much everybody that comes on your, your podcast has an agenda. They, mm -hmm. they're, they're there to push something or, you know, whatever they're here to have a conversation with you, but they you know, they got a book they want to yeah. put out or they got, they got something like that. We don't have any of that. We came to your podcast, believe it or not for you. I know that that's what I came here. I came here for you. I came here to have this conversation with you because in, in a in a in a manner of speaking, I I'm very impressed by what by by your knowledge. You know, you know, you have an understanding. You've read, you got it, and the, and the, and your ability to be able to talk to other people who are claiming Christ, and then to talk to them to, to get them to talking, and then they like fumble over themselves. It's impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very impressive. But my thing is is that you know. I believe that you can be a beacon for for Christianity. Like I really do. Your your hangups, your hangups are not unfounded. Don't get it twisted. Like your your platform on the children dying and different things. I completely understand that. But I, I've I've heard that you've said in pat in the past that like you've you've prayed and you've asked God to reveal Himself and He didn't say anything. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I, like I I don't I don't want this this podcast or this this episode to end without that opportunity for like 
the Bible says where two or three are gathering my name, there I'll be mm-hmm. also. You know, I, I don't want this podcast to go off without us being able to have that, be able to have that conversation with you. You know, like we're believers. We care about everybody that we come into contact with. We don't want that for them. I understand that you're like, That's he's good. a tyrant, he's this and that. I get that. But at, at any rate, if you look at any kind of kingdom and through the Bible, all of these different kind of things, whoever comes into power, whoever was there before that were a part of that kings or whatever the case may be, they were killed. They were done. They were mm-hmm. taken out. And this is human beings. This is not God. This is human beings that do this stuff. Anything that was against the king prior was wiped out. And this, and that is a little bit of a foreshadowing of the almighty. When oh. this is all said and done, which we believe, when this is all said and done, everything that is against him is wiped out. And it's very similar to what we do as human beings, flesh and blood. We say, oh, this and that, whatever the case may be. But his is righteous and theirs is from a place of self-preservation. It's not from hmm. righteousness. Righteousness. God has, it's not from righteousness. It's from self-preservation. Nobody can kill God. Nobody can threaten his kingdom. Well, didn't the Romans kill him? Nobody. On the tree? On the cross, he died, right? He talked about Christ. He gave his life up. If you read scripture, they did not kill well, he him. He died. He gave his life up. And then he took it back. But, <laughs> but, but he died. Yes, he died. Yes. Yeah, so he died. Yeah, that, that he was died, he has to, the first fruits from the dead. He has to nobody die to show the way. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how that works. Thank you for that. So, I mean, I understand mm-hmm. trying to save my soul from eternal hellfire from your God who loves me so much that he can't show up and help me. But I do like the two or three or more gathered thingamajigger. Um, I've heard this a lot. Obviously, that's in there. Um, and I have asked several guests if they could talk to God for me while we're on the air. Maybe we can get a conversation going. Maybe we can figure out some of these answers. Is that what you're going with that two or three gathered? Absolutely not. And it's not because God can't. It's, 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 you, have won't? To, you have to want that. You have to want that. Point I did several here. times, Tyreek. Like in my life, I was at the point where I was begging to show up. Anything. Let's have this relationship. And he never did. And I, it's just, I, I don't know how else to want it other than at those moments in my life. And he just didn't show up. Me. And if he really wanted them, if he really wanted that relationship, Tyreek, he would show up. I know he for would. me that that relationship really didn't blossom until I was broken. I mean, I'm just going to be real. That's terrible. Uh, that that's uh, it's, it's, mine, it's mine. And I, and I, I it's not needed. That. I can it's have a relationship needed. with my kids if I don't break them. I don't, they're not, I don't need to break them to have a relationship with them. He needs that's, to show that's, up. That's, that's, that's a human to relationship. A human to human relationship is yes. different from a spiritual relationship. Why? Because you have a lot of flesh that is stopping you from having that relationship with Christ. You're more on the natural man side of things than mm. you are on the spiritual side of the thing. Like I said, you have a great knowledge of the Bible. You've been reading and you have mm. you have your little things in there and different <laughs> things like that. But what you are reading from is a natural mindset. And if you stay in that natural mindset, you cannot have that spiritual relationship with Christ. Interesting. It, it, it has to it has to let come. me ask you a question can you not penetrate through the, through the flesh let, to let have that relationship with me sorry do you ahead. ever feel a do you do you feel that there would ever be a moment where you would say you know lord regardless of how i feel about how you run things i still submit to you would you ever no I, I i don't submit to tyrants or monsters man 100 mm. percent. i would never submit to him unless he told me so, he didn't actually do those horrible things other than that no i'm not gonna submit to somebody who requires bloodshed for forgiveness creates a bad guy and releases him even if it plays out even if you don't agree how it, how it went down and you don't agree how it plays out even if it does play out yeah. and this is the road that it's going down anyway and with you and all of your understanding on that the bible you would still say, I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and do the hell thing. Uh, well, someone's going to have to throw me of... in there. I'm not bowing of down course. again. You know, I, I, I have a problem with tyrants and people that demand worship and respect. You you come at me demanding worship and respect, automatically I've got a problem. That's not something you just, you just do. I don't care who you are. You earn my respect. 
And earning my respect is not done by killing children or, or slaughtering the innocent to forgive the guilty. That's, that's not how things should go. That's not how you earn my respect. You can show up and say, hi, that would be a good start to earning my respect. You guys have earned my respect. You showed up on my show. You guys are great. We're able to have a conversation. It goes back and forth. But if I, if I were to do this with Jesus, it would just be me and nothing else. Jesus can go through the flesh. He's more, more powerful than anything, right? He can go through my flesh and talk to me. He can push through things like that. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems more um, more work than it needs the, to be for some reason. I think at the reason. end of the day, I, I think what I come to is God doesn't owe me anything. I owe him everything. I don't so owe him anything. Why do you owe him everything, though? That's so weird. Because he took my place. He took my place. I should have been Because he the didn't cross. kill you. I should have. I deserve death from my sin. That's mm. how God feels about sin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry I, you feel that I, way. That's, I don't. I don't think, place, I don't think you do. Place, I think you're great man. people without all that. <laughs> it's a right. Well, I'm not a great person for sure. It, it, it truly is, and hmm. um, you know, I I I think your mind is pretty made up. Is hmm. that fair? Is that you? you it's you, not. I was going to ask that too. It's I not. I need some good. Too. I need something that convinces me, and I just keep hearing the same thing, and I, nothing is convincing. None of that is convincing. That any of it, like he's a rational God, he's he's a loving God. I still don't see it. All just because he created God, us, God by is by his word, and so like I don't exactly. have any any superior knowledge other than who, you all here. I'm just You're like reading you. the same book. I'm I no am different, of course. Yeah, and we're coming to it very totally different conclusions. Yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah. You're you're, you're taking true. the bad and you're setting it aside and saying there must be a good reason. Reason he likes the babies being dashed upon rocks. There must be a good reason for that. He still loves me though, because you know, or else I'm going to hell. It's, it seems like you're just doing it out of fear at this point. Oh, I would say before, yes. Yeah. Not now. Not no, now. No, I'm not doing it. I just submit to his authority and ownership. He I don't like submitting them. to authorities. That's, I think that's another issue I have, too. How do you deal with where you live? You don't submit to authorities. I don't like do submitting to authority. say I didn't. I don't like it. I'm a favorite for police or... I said I do don't like it doesn't mean I don't do it. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. I see. There is I have a no line choice we'll because say, the, okay, police, the police can come knock on my door. Jesus can't come knock on my door for some reason. So that's where I'm at. But a last mm -hmm. question here, um, I, as an atheist, because atheist, agnostic, whatever I am, I don't love God, your God specifically. I don't, I don't love him. I don't have a personal relationship with him. He has refused to show up and show me anything. What happens when I die? You go to hell. Yeah. So Are you not... okay with that? No, that's, that's why we're, we're here. here. That's that's why we're here. You're not okay with it. You're no. not okay with it, but your God is loving. And he's going to throw me in there because I don't love him back. God's justice demands it. Justice. His justice demands this. Absolutely. Yes. How is that justice and not just forgiveness? If Hitler can go to heaven when he says, I love Jesus at the end of his life, Where's the justice in that? Who's to say he went the to ama The amazing thing about it all is you said forgiveness, and you'll have until the moment you die to ask for it. Right. So that's not justice, though. Like a serial killer on his deathbed, Hitler, you know, I mean, come on, genocidal maniac here, dies on his mm -hmm. deathbed, says he loves Jesus, goes to heaven. That's not justice. Go ahead, Terry. Terry. God cannot be mocked. So there's no way that well, you're going to go to your, you're not going to go to your bed, your deathbed or whatever, and say this ingenuine apology and ask the Lord for right, forgiveness and all right, kinds right, of stuff right. like well, that. Well, no, I'm telling, talking about genuine. Like this we're person not, believes not. in Jesus now. So, so that's one of the things we then, talk about on our here's podcast. The other, here's the other thing. Okay. That, that's what Christ came for. Christ has paid for all of our sins, past, present, and future. That's what he came here for. And that's what happened on the cross. He took all the sin upon himself. Yeah. So we have that opportunity to repent and then to be reconciled with the almighty when we actually lost that in the garden. So yeah, okay that's, that, where, that's where we're at with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that justice <laughs> fell upon Christ. And that's why you need Christ because his blood covers you. That's so the it's, covering. It's forgiveness. That that's not justice, it. though. That's forgiveness. 
It is, you get you get justice. I, There's justice here. Go ahead. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I want to get you had said you said he doesn't show up, and I I want I know we're yeah. getting ready to close, and I wanted to say this, but in Romans one, it actually says since what's made be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them for since creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has yeah. been clearly seen being understood by the, what is invisible, made so without excuse. Invisible right. qualities are clearly seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say that right. out loud. Let's say that out. Invisible qualities sure. are clearly God's seen. Invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen. So I don't, I don't know how, what your creation view is. I'm uh. not quite sure where you land on that. Um, <laughs> but I, can't go to a place where all of this was happenstance and there was an explosion. We all just kind of appeared and started to come Trees, out of muck. Snake, so, garden, no way. More. None of that. But but there's a creator that I believe at all that. But I know we're coming to you're the good. end of it. You're so good. I, yeah. I don't I do want to read one more thing. Yeah. And then I'll and then I'll be done. This is Romans chapter two, fourteen through fifteen. Even mm. Gentiles who do not have God's written law show that they know his law when they are instinctively obey it, even even without having heard. And even without having heard it, they demonstrate that God's law is written in the hearts for their own conscience and thoughts, either cause them or tell them that they are doing right. So I seen a I seen a podcast that you did, too. And you were like, I don't I don't need God or the Bible to tell me that yeah. this is wrong. That's wrong. And stuff, mm. stuff like that. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's written inside of your DNA. But people still it do it. People people still kill their own parents. God, people well, still yeah. drown babies. The, the drowner of babies wrote on my heart how to be good. Maybe somebody Correct. should have wrote it on his heart how to be good. Just saying. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 22, if anyone does not love the Lord, a curse be upon him. Mm-hmm. So much love here. Oh. Anyways, sure. this has been great, guys. We're going to close it out here. I want Any last words, and where can we find your stuff? First of all, thanks for having us on. Hmm. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, hmm. Nothing but... Uh, hope for you between us (laughs) so um we have a podcast it's called black and white christianity it's on youtube and it's found on uh, every audio platform out there that has podcasts uh, apple podcast um all of the other ones too so you can find us on any of those that's all we have uh it's just a podcast no it's not just a podcast holy cow and you've done it over a year that's that's something that's not easy to do let me tell you i've been doing this for a while it's not easy um no thanks guys this has been a blast you guys are awesome welcome back anytime um and we'll keep in touch take care out there thank you very much thank you That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shout outs. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What, the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? In the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this I've read your messages and I'm rejuvenated by one yeah, by one of them. Just one. Look out! My invisible thread will almost had it. I'm gonna go with the first one. Fuck it. <laughs> All right.